back to the podcast and actually the last episode of the science series so it's a special episode today so we're gonna talk about the sun and the stars first of all we're talking about the sun which is the most important star to us on earth the structure of the sun contains the atmosphere the corona sunspots photosphere the core and the solar permanent the sun is about 400,000 kilometers large so the structure of the sun there is a core which is the center of the sun the photosphere is the visible part of the sun the photosphere appears to be covered by bubbles like the boiling water each bubble or granule is over 1,000 kilometers or 600 miles across a bit larger than the state of Texas in the USA. But the sun's surface is also covered by much larger convection cells called the supergranules, mixed by thousands of supergranules that make up the photosphere. There are dark patches called sunspots. Outside the photosphere is the chromosphere, the lowest layer of the sun's atmosphere. Outside the chromosphere, there is a very thin layer called the transition layer. The temperature in this transition rises very quickly from 20,000 Celsius at the inner edge where it meets up the chromosphere to 100 thousand celsius at the outer edge the outermost layer of the sun's atmosphere is the corona a huge hot up to the three million celsius blanket of gas that extends hundreds of thousands of kilometers from the transition layer region that's the in the in this first section of the sun there is a there are corona holes that are the main source of the solar wind, a high-speed stream of charged particles ejected from the sun, traveling about 400 kilometers. The solar wind reaches the Earth in about four and a half days. Most of it is blocked from reaching the Earth's surface by the magnetosphere part of the Earth, at which is a part of the Earth's atmosphere. So since we just finished a very slightly part of the sun we're gonna start talking about the stars so to start off with these we're gonna go by the light years is a one unit used to measure distances to stars the distance light travels in one year light travels at slightly less than 300,000 kms about 9.5 trillion kilometers every year. Now the parallax and parsecs. The distance to nearby stars is measured using parallax. Now uh, to express the distance to stars, astronomers often use the parsec. That is a unit based upon the measurement of stellar parallax. The, let's start by the star magnitude 
There is an apparent magnitude, is the brightness of the star as it appears to an observer to and the earth. The absolute magnitude is the apparent magnitude of the star not only depends on in actual brightness but also on its distance from the earth. The absolute magnitude of the stars is the apparent magnitude that stars would have to an observer located 10 PC or 32.6 LY from the stars. Star categories. Other one, some little categories for the star magnitude star, slightly some star categories. So star color depends primarily on its surface temperature. Relatively cool stars, those with surface temperature of 3000 Celsius glow out deep red. Warmer stars like our sun with its 6100 Celsius surface shine with a much brighter yellow cool. Hot stars shine pool white. And the hottest stars blaze blue white and with surface temperatures of 15,000 Celsius. Well, let's talk about the useful tool for classifying uh, stars is the HR diagram. Uh, the whole name is Hirschsprung Russell Diagram, also called the HR Diagram. An HR diagram is a two dimensional graph that compares stars by their temperature and color and by the amount of light they produce. The star types. An HR diagram actually shows the stars can be divided into three main groups. Bright cool stars are called giants and supergiants because the brightness is due to their large sizes. The main sequence stars are considered average stars because their brightness depends primarily on their temperature. However, the properties can vary widely. On the other end of the main sequence are cool, small red dwarfs. These stars are about the same temperature as red supergiants but produce much less light. Our sun is a yellow star near the middle of the main sequence. The stellar explosions. There are two known, most known or four most known, which are the occasionally a supernova. Is a star will suddenly flare up to many times its original brightness. Such an occurrence is nova. Uh, also no plural novae. The star continues to be very bright for some time and eventually returns to its original magnitude. Unlike the nova, which leaves a star unharmed, a supernova is the explosion of a star, a cosmic catastrophe of amazing violence. The neutron stars that are some Hardcore of a star left over after a supernova. A neutron star is extremely dense, with a diameter of only about 20 kilometers or 12 miles, but more mass than our sun. A pulsar is a rapidly rotating neutron star that emits directional beams of radio waves. So as you, ju you just heard, when a nova explodes or just go back to the original magnitude, 
um, it goes calmly, but then a supernova makes a giant explosion, causing a very wide, widely white ascension for when it explodes. So, in my opinion, I think it's something kind of very loud. <laughs> but I don't know. So. This might be all for this episode and the last episode. And thank you for being here for the four episodes. So, hope to see you soon in any other series. And my name is Dana. See you next time. Bye.